Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Well, what is going on, Notre Dame fans? It's the Notre Dame recruiting update on your Thursday morning. I'm Mike Singer, joined uh, by my good buddy, co-host, um, and uh, co-worker, of course, Kyle Kelly. Kyle, how you doing, my friend? I'm all all, all, all right, Mike. Uh, I feel like every time I hear that fight song playing when the sh- before the show starts, it always pumps me up, makes me ready to go. feels like something good just happened. Usually when you hear that fight song in a Notre Dame game, it means that. So, yeah, it's a good day. Uh, ready to see some high school football tonight. Notre Dame on Saturday. And Browns play Monday night this week. So that, that should be pretty cool. Browns coming off a win. So, yeah, things are all good in uh, my end of the world. How about yours? Well, the Dolphins are coming off of a win. Uh, and we play Sunday night. So that's why I'm pushing off that Goolsby show Sunday at t- 7 p.m. You you did tweet something interesting. If I can pop it up on the screen here in just a moment, Kyle tweeting. I will reveal the remote location where I'm doing today's show. Mike doesn't even know. I thought you were in Cleveland, but now I don't know where you are. <laughs> yeah, it looks like I'm in a jail cell right now with all these these white blocks around me. The lighting's not great. Not great for a YouTube show, but we're gonna make it work. But I am currently at John Carroll University in Cleveland, Ohio, University Heights, which is where I went to undergrad. I am in our uh, sports information department office. I worked here for four years, so today's a pretty cool show. I feel like uh, this is where I really began my sports media career, and it's taken me to on three, covering Notre Dame football for blue and gold, and I'll be at a uh, high school game tonight right down the road, so this was a perfect excuse to get back to campus. and. Uh, Happy to be here, although the lighting uh, probably could, yeah. be <laughs> could be better. Could be better. Um, but uh, pretty cool. And that's that's not the 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 school that Polian works at, right? That was your high school? Is that right? No, Brian Polian, Notre Dame's former special teams coordinator, is the athletic director here. So I might be uh, stopping by his office. We'll see. He's a, he's no a really good guy. Brian's awesome. Um, you know, I'm sure Notre Dame fans would, you know, have their opinions about special teams play, but he's a great guy. He's great for the university here. And, uh, yeah, I, I'll be excited to meet him in person for the first time. I got to know him just a little bit in the past, but huh. yes, sir. Brian Pullian. And, you know, if you know anything else about John Carroll, just do a Google shoot a search and put John Carroll NFL and you'll find yeah. out all about the alumni. So, all right. YouTube chat's already popping off. Um, Tuberton had a question about 2025 quarterback recruiting. We'll we'll, we'll address that shortly. Um, high school rules for multiple transfers in a season. Can Deuce Knight even play again? So Deuce, the thing is, he 
it's different states. So different states have different rules for high school football. So it depends on whatever Mississippi does. If he can join midseason, then uh, which I'm sure he can. So I would assume that Deuce will be able to play this season. Um, Mike, we are in the trust tree. If you ever had a beef with a recruit, I don't think so, but, um, probably, but I don't, there's nothing that comes to mind. Um, Lotus says, Hey Mike, I've been listening all week. Well, thank you. No one is talking about Audrey Gastemay leading the NCAA in rushing yards and yards per carry. Now the rushing yards thing should be, I mean, he's played for the most part and one more game than everyone else has, but the yards per carry thing. Yeah. That's pretty, that's pretty awesome. You know, when you bust an 80 yard touchdown run, that, that definitely helps. But yeah, Audrey Gassimay has been a beast um, this season. And um, yeah, although he's played in one more extra game, still the yards per carry thing. That is, uh, that is pretty, that's pretty awesome. Um, So getting into today's show, the lead is uh, my prediction. And it's something we talked about in our show last night with Tim Hyde. Um, but we'll talk a little bit more. Tim kind of broke down what if Notre Dame gets bare, like how, how good of a quarterback he is, but we can kind of talk about the nuts and bolts of the recruiting angle of this. Was it Monday night? I logged a prediction for Notre Dame to land bear Bachmeyer, number 111 overall player, number nine quarterback per the 2025 on three industry ranking. Um, he visits this weekend. And of course, Notre Dame is also in pursuit of deuce Knight. Number 39 overall player, number three quarterback per that same metric. So, Kyle, I had told you earlier that day, Monday, that I was thinking about doing this prediction for Bachmeyer, and your reaction was something like, oh boy. I don't remember exactly what you said, but it was something like that. So, what, what were your thoughts on this? Uh, th- this kind of whole debacle, or not debacle. <laughs> it's definitely not a debacle. Well, I hope it's not a debacle, but this whole situation. Kyle, did Kyle freeze? You need, Kyle needs to get on board with uh, Kyle needs to hit up Brian Polian and and see if Brian can help out with this uh with the Wi-Fi situation. So, um, there goes Kyle Kelly. Um, so we will uh, I'm sure Kyle will join us back shortly. But in the meantime, I will get to um, <laughs> is he doing the fake freeze joke? That's kind of what it looked like for a second. I was like, man, Kyle's got a very stoic face, but, uh, but yeah. Um, okay. Before we get to the super chat, I just want to mention, please do hit the thumbs up on this video. If you're watching live with us, if you're watching back, Kyle just texts me working a fixed connection. Now, um, I see Kyle trying to rejoin. So yeah, but folks, please do hit the thumbs up on the video. Subscribe to our channel for more content. Kyle's back. What is your opinion on the veer and shoot offense? Should we adopt it? Colorado and Tennessee have been able to take brand new players and get immediate success. Veer and shoot veer as in like the triple option like that, that veer like that I ran in, in high school veer and shoot offense. Is that what they call it? I don't know a ton about the veer and shoot. I, there was the another offense. Shoot. There was an off, another offense I knew. It was something called some something in shoot offense, and I knew a little bit about that. But gonna be honest, don't know a ton about us uh, veer and shoot offenses. <laughs> yeah, I am googling this, and this scene veer and shoot. 
That is not a, a phrase that I have heard. So, uh, Andrew, wrong super chat for not not the show for this. This is our recruiting show. So, not you want to ask on Sunday or Wednesday? Come back with it. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, don't know. I think it's what Art Bryles ran at Baylor. If I'm not mistaken there's some rpo sprinkled in there everyone yeah the rpo now i mean not the right show i again i've when you tell me veer i'm thinking you know the the dive and the oh my gosh just give me flashbacks to 2009 when we ran this crap in high school so um yeah but appreciate the super chat just not the right show (laughs) you know ask uh ask Goolsby or, or Tim. So, anyways, yeah. Kind of threw me off, Andrew. But anyways, getting back to Bear Bachmeyer. Sorry, podcast audience. This is really great radio here. So, Kyle, before, uh, I don't know what the last thing you heard me say was, but uh, just thoughts on my prediction for Bear Bachmeyer because when I uh, told you that Monday morning I was thinking about doing that for the evening, you were kind of like surprised or like, oh boy, here we go. Thoughts on this whole situation? I think the first word that came to mind when I learned of your uh, intentions to make the Bear Bachmeyer prediction was bold, especially since he has never visited campus before. Obviously, if there's one thing we've learned covering Notre Dame football, recruiting, you have more experience than me, but I've been doing this for, I don't know, about 18 months now or so and certainly followed Notre Dame growing up is that sometimes all it takes is one visit for a recruit to get to campus to fall in love with Notre Dame. And just from the sounds of it, sounds like Bear Bachmeyer's already fallen in love with Notre Dame based off his communication with the staff and what he's learned about Notre Dame growing up and his family's uh, respect to the university. I think his grandpa was a fan growing up, was a – or his grandpa's a big Notre Dame fan, so that's part of it. Uh, so, yeah, I, I thought when uh, you told me that you were going to make that prediction, I, I was pretty – I wasn't caught off guard, but I was like, wow, this is a bold one by Mike. But it kind of makes sense when you start to add everything up. Uh, this is a two-quarterback race in the 2025 class between Bear Bachmeyer and Deuce Knight. You know, Deuce was last on campus in late July – and there was some talk about him maybe getting up for the Ohio State-Notre Dame game, but I don't think those plans are going to happen. And, you know, if I'm not mistaken, Notre Dame's pretty much just put the ball in Deuce's court and said, hey, you know, it, it it's your it's your position if you want it. But, it, you know, Notre Dame's not going to hold out and because they got a great uh, secondary option in Bear Bachmeyer, who's – I mean, hardly a secondary option. I mean, he's a primary option for a lot of other schools and a super talented recruit. And I think that, you know, knowing what we know about him uh, going into his visit, it wouldn't be wouldn't surprise me in the slightest if he just fell in love and shut down his recruitment. Yeah, I mean, Notre Dame offered obviously Knight in March, and they offered Bachmeyer a few months later, um, but. Otherwise, yeah, there's no secondary option here. You know, this is very much a we love you guys. Like if if Notre Dame didn't see Bachmeyer as the same caliber, this this feed is like glitching. Um, if they didn't see him in, in the same caliber 
as Deuce Knight, they would not be taking him. So, yeah, this is yeah they they definitely love this kid um, for sure. So, um, even can I call him a priority target per Kyle Kelly's dictionary? May I? So, the way I look at it is Deuce Knight is a priority target. But oh, Bear Bachmeyer definitely is a target. Antoine Hill, Offery, <laughs> Bryce Underwood, no. target. No, so. It, it, so you're not calling Bear Bachmeyer a priority target. Target man, I, oh my gosh, here? what are you talking about? How is he not who, a priority target? Who who would Notre Dame take if it came down to it? Between so Deuce you can Knight only have one Bachmeyer. priority target per position. Pretty much, I mean, well, obviously, like for different positions, they're about you know, to take his commitment if he wants to commit. How is that not a priority? Because there's another quarterback that they would accept a commitment from first if he wanted in. So. That's the way I look at it. No, I think but priority they would is there if he wants in before Deuce. So it doesn't make any sense. I don't think you can have two priority targets, though. Absolutely, you can. I don't think it's so. not in my mind. I think that priority is one guy. If you're making someone a priority, that's one person. Deuce Knight has long been the priority in this class. Notre Dame has shown that since they offered him in March, since they got him up to campus. Now, Bear Bachmeyer, like you mentioned, you said it's not a secondary plan, but I think he is like the secondary guy in this class because it, it, Deuce Knight basically has dips. He, he's got the first crack at the commitment. He did. He did. Still does. What if, what if Deuce Knight wanted to commit today? What if Bear Bachmeyer wanted to commit today? They take them first come first serve, but exactly. So I think it's I think they're on. They're, it's it's the same. I really think if Notre Dame did let's not hear feel, let's hear from the YouTube people. Make me yeah, look stupid or make me chat, look smart. You see one guy say I review, I agree with Kyle. So so you wanna you wanna lean, the, guys? There is no main target. They're literally it's it's. They're this it's they're on the same playing field. There's no one guy or the other. Like if they're on the same playing field, why did Bear Bachmeyer not get an offer on Pot of Gold Day? I don't know. Exactly. I don't know. <laughs> Evaluated exactly. more in the spring. They didn't know as much about him. That is such a slippery slope, though. Um, because that's just not really how football recruiting works. Like some guys bust onto the scene much earlier than other guys do. It, it's just, it's not, you guys can say whatever you want, but I am telling you that you're wrong. So, um, but we can move along. We can move along. You kind of got me heated, but, uh, yeah, dude, I'm telling. I mean, I let, let's be honest. I walk a fine line with my vocabulary covering recruiting with my offerees and prospects and like targets. Like, you know, for example, um, you know, in my head, like Armando Blount from Miami Central, I think, or he's from Miami. He's a five-star plus defensive lineman. He's an absolute stud, and I talked to him over the summer. I heard that, you know, he said he's been in communication with Notre Dame. He had interest in Notre Dame to some extent. So in that mind, I, my mind, I classified him as a target. I think that's a guy Notre Dame would absolutely have accepted a commitment for from. But um, he, he cut Notre Dame out of his top five earlier this week. So now in my mind, he's an offeree. 
no longer but, a target. With all due respect, this is just stuff you you're making up, right? This whole your classification, you just kind of make this up as you go in terms of what you get from the kid. But like, if you were to ask these things to Notre Dame, they might have very differing opinions. So Jay Carr says, well, why yeah, I mean, does Deuce have the ball in his court if he isn't the priority? Because Deuce has been to campus twice. He can commit. Bear could, but he's never been to campus. He's not going to commit before visiting. He's not going to do that as the quarterback. Um, priority is one guy. Oh, my gosh. What about hey, what, priority? You what, prioritized Deuce Knight over Jackson Arnold last year, and that screwed Notre Dame. Notre Dame screwed up last year when it did that. It could have had Jackson Arnold, a five-star quarterback, and it didn't because it just went on Deuce Knight. So this year they're saying we are not doing just one guy. We are doing two because they screwed up. I don't know why that's so hard for you guys to understand. Prioritize. Why would you prioritize two guys? Because you did one guy last year and you screwed up. Here's the Notre definition Dame, of We talked about this last night's show. Notre Dame was about to take a UCLA baseball commitment for their quarterback last year in the in the 2023 class. With an offer, his only football offer was from New Mexico State. That's how bad it was until, until Kenny Minchie called and said, hey, I want in. They got lucky. Well, here's the thing, Mike. You, you also said you also said quarterback commitments don't necessarily happen until they come to campus. If I'm not mistaken, we had a pretty good idea that Kenny Minchie basically was in the class before he officially visited on November 19th. That's why he but backed he off did. his pit for But then when he, he did visited visit. campus. Yeah. Yeah. But then he did I visit. thought I thought you said, you know, quarterbacks don't commit until they get to campus. But I mean I, I think the intention of Kenny Minchie's official visit was for him to commit to Notre Dame. Like that was it, in that was in the plan. That was part right. of the plan. That's the reason why he did it. Like he went there and if like there well. was thing, well there were things that happened behind the scenes that like Notre Dame had planned out because like this he was basically committing on this on that visit. Like I don't think Notre Dame was bringing him to campus unless they knew he was going to be a part of the class. If it all went well, I mean, I mean, he, he could have gone there and hated it, but that's but yeah, he was I guess. the only guy at that point. That was it. They also had all of their eggs in that basket because they had royally pretty much screwed up the twenty twenty three class at, at the quarterback spot. They really did, um, guys. They're they're. You, you, I'm telling you, you can t- tell you whatever you want, but you know, you you. I'm going to die in the cell. There is primary and secondary. There is, but I am just telling you, at this quarterback position, they would not, just hear me, people, if they thought that there's Deuce and then there's Bear, right, they would not take Bear, but they view them here, okay? That's that's just it. That's just it. I feel like you guys are just trying to gaslight me now in the YouTube comments with, with this. Like, I don't understand how you guys don't see this, but we're going to move along. Tuberton says, here's a scenario for you. Deuce commits, Deuce, or excuse me, Bear commits. Deuce says, F that noise. I want to prove I'm better than him. So he tells the Irish he wants to commit as well. Does Notre Dame take both? 
If that scenario happens, Marcus Freeman needs to, to look up to the heavens, thank the Lord, and um, see if pigs are flying and see if hell's frozen over. That's probably not going to happen. But does Notre Dame take both? Hey, this is this is a really good point about Tuberton because from Tuberton, in my mind, I had always thought, what if Bears in the class and Deuce realizes that Notre Dame's a place for him? What happens? And in my gut, my gut feeling is Notre Dame would go with Deuce because he's a priority guy. I would just say this. So I will have to I will have to see how Notre Dame treats Bear when he's on campus. But when Deuce visited during spring practice, there was a member of the Notre Dame coaching staff going around to everybody in the vicinity, letting know, letting them know that Deuce Knight was on campus. And he made a very, very big deal of that. That right there, just seeing the way Notre Dame treated him. In my mind, absolute priority. If I'm seeing the same thing from Deuce, if I'm seeing the same tr- treatment with Bear this weekend, then in my mind that that's, you know, maybe Notre Dame's priorities would have shifted. But I still think, just final point, that prioritize the, def- the definitions, de- determine the order for dealing with a series of items or tasks according to the relative importance. I think Juice Knight was a priority. I think he still is. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. I'll end there. I've never seen Mike this flustered. (laughs) (laughs) You can have two priorities. I prioritize Taco Bell and Bucky's. They're my two favorite places in the world. I prioritize them both. It's just we can go on this and we gotta move on. We, we, we can beat ourselves to death over this. <laughs> we would like to welcome prize picks to the show. You know what? Biggs is telling me to chill. I'm gonna tell Biggs to chill and give him a five minute ban. You know what? I am flustered, Biggs. Don't tell me to chill. Okay. All right, we're gonna move along. This is how prize picks works, folks. You pick two to six players a week. And if they will go more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win 25 times your money on any entry. But it gets even better because all first-time users that deposit and use promo code BGI will receive a 100% instant deposit match up to 100%. So if you deposit 100 bucks, prize picks uh, will give you 100 bucks. If you deposit 50, they'll give you 50. So just download the app. Go to prizepicks.com. Use the promo code BGI. Um, many, many sports here, NFL, college football, they have something new called NFL sprints, um, where from, let's say for Patrick Mahomes, for example, 
uh, 1,175.5 passing yards. Will he go more or less than that number from weeks two through five? So, you know, MLB, NFL, obviously soccer, MLB, Counter-Strike, Go, WNBO, or WNBA tennis. I mean, you got video games, racing, all sorts of stuff, folks. And when you use that promo code BGI, you'll get 100% instant deposit match up to 100 bucks. So... I've been all I've been really enjoying the prize picks um, here lately. Um, my current open entry. Tell me what you think. This is for tonight's game. Jalen Hurts less than forty five point five yards in tonight's game against the Vikings, and Kirk Cousins to throw for more than one point five touchdowns. Thoughts, Kyle? My gut tells me. So, so this is what I think. I would disagree with both those picks, but also when I do my prize picks, they don't hit. So I me neither. In that sense, well, I do agree with those. Um, the only thing I'm worried about, I don't know how much Philadelphia is going to want to run Jalen Hurts early on in the season. I think it also kind of comes up to like how much he's going to scramble and that sort of thing, and then you also have to take into account like. If the Vikings get a sack, that adds negative rush yards. Yeah, I don't think it, that does total. in NFL. I don't think that, that's only college. I think. Uh, I think it does because I've lost some uh, some picks that way. So hmm. look it up. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, Wouldn't be the first time. But uh, Kirk Cousins, that's tough too because the Eagles' defense is pretty good. But anyway, what I was gonna say about um. Jalen Hurts, I don't think that Vikings front seven is anything to write home about. So maybe see him going more than 45 and a half. Kirk Cousins, they got the best wide receiver in the league, a generational pass catcher. So could easily get more than one and a half touchdowns, especially with uh, Justin Jefferson catching passes. Uh, Google search says no, but I'm not sure on prize pick specifically on the, the sack yard. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure it doesn't. Um, but Hertz had gone over or had gone, um, less than 45 and a half in games recently. And I did, um, was it golf for more than 1.5 touchdowns against Casey? I told you I, I didn't did, like that. <laughs> I did, um, Josh Allen more than 1.5 against the Jets. One of these has got to hit. So I've been having a lot of fun with it. Some of my past entries here. I even did a baseball one. Some guy tweeted out a baseball one. It didn't, it didn't quite work out. This one I got a refund for folks watching on YouTube. I did a Monday Night Football one. Um, Good on price picks for giving their customers their money's back. That's yeah, awesome. so I did less than – no, it was over uh, – or, or excuse me, more than um, – 3.5 rushing yards for Aaron Rodgers, and uh, they, yeah, that did not that did not happen because he got hurt. Uh, but uh, I've, you know, I've had some fun. I had a, a really good one. I want to show real quick, so we can we can scroll past the um, the losses here. More than 71.5 receiving yards for Zayn Dan- Waddle hit. Um, shout out to former Notre Dame safety Loey Gilman. It was more how than 4.5 tackles. And I was like, for how much Notre Dame's going to throw, or excuse me, the Dolphins are going to throw the ball. Lobie Gilman's got a lot more than 4.5 tackles. And then Jerome Baker had more than six. So um, it was a $20 entry, hit three out of three. 
So paid 60. So we, uh, we'd love to see that. So, um, uh, Mike, Mike, Mike is not the, yeah, oh, these are not. <laughs> so, but, uh, moving along in, in the show, so that's prize picks. Please do, uh, check them out. Um, if you are interested in that, use that promo code BGI and they'll match your, um, they'll match whatever you deposit up to a hundred bucks. Kyle has froze. I don't, I think he was stretching. Oh, you, you froze when you were doing the stretch there and it just kind of looked like you were celebrating. Um, so Notre Dame has a home game this weekend, central Michigan, uh, two 30 PM Eastern time kickoff. This is the Peacock game folks. So if you're watching or listening and you don't have Peacock, if you try to watch the Notre Dame game Saturday and you go to NBC, it won't be there. It's only on Peacock. We had someone on our message board ask like, oh, I don't get um, Peacock on my TV. It said something like that. How do I watch the game online? I'm just thinking to myself, it's still Peacock. The answer to watch this game legally is Peacock. So that's 2.30 p.m. Eastern time. And there will be a... There, there will be some prospects on campus, Kyle, and I'll, I'll run through them real quick. Troll Sniper says he has Fubo. Um, I, I don't know if you get Peacock through Fubo, but you have to figure that out. But um, yeah, Peacock's like five bucks a month. Um, so you can just do it, and $5 to watch a Notre Dame game I think is worth it. But Also, a good excuse to go to the game. Use good that Game Time ticketing game. app. Game Time. tickets. Yeah. There you go. I mean. I don't hate it. That's why that's what my my best friend's a diehard Notre Dame fan. I was like, if you're just gonna spend the money for Peacock, why don't you just go to the game? Like you'd try to go to like one or two Notre Games, Notre Dame games a year anyway. Just go to game time, get your tips. It's not that there hard. <laughs> so in terms of visitors for Notre Dame this weekend, um got several listed. I'll I'll just kind of rattle them off and you can get Kyle's thoughts on this. Um, but we have uh Kane Williams, of course. Um which this will be visits number. Can I guess fifteen or fourteen? Um, which is insane. Wait a 14 second. Times. Are we missing one? I thought we were, but we looks like he's all updated. Yeah. So fourteen times for Cam Williams. Are you see? You're, you've got to be seeing him this fall, right? I'm thinking about seeing them before the Ohio State game. The only thing I'm concerned about, it doesn't look like the opponent they're playing is all that great. Uh, so I'm trying to find a good opponent uh, for Cam to play. But, like, I don't know. The guy's a, a superstar. So I feel like no matter what game I go to, he's going to dominate. So I'm yeah. just itching to get out there. Yeah, yeah. So Cam Williams. And this is um, this is expected. So, you know, we'll see if all these guys show up. They're definitely in the, in the past, even this season's Notre Dame has had, you know, or just one home game, Tennessee State. But like, no, some guys are expected to visit. They don't make it in. So this is as of Thursday morning who are expecting to visit campus. You got Cam Williams, uh, Notre Dame elite receiver commit, someone I think should end up a five star. Um, Carson Hobbs from Cincinnati, Archbishop Moeller, um, a former South Carolina commit. Notre Dame flipped him away from the Gamecocks. Last November, he's expected to be on campus, and he has visited campus a handful of times as well. This will be number eight. Uh, Aeneas Williams, another guy. I mean, he's from a little bit farther out in Hannibal, Missouri. That's not an easy drive. I've made that drive. And, uh, yeah, I mean, kudos to Aeneas for getting up to campus as much as he does. That's It's awesome. 11. 
This will be visit number 11. So Aeneas Williams, kind of one of these guys in the class that just not get talked about enough. Like he's a big time player um, for the Fighting Irish and um, has absolutely been dominant at the high school level. Not playing great competition, but um, really has been an impressive player for years um, at his high school. Styles Prescott, we're expecting um, to be on campus. Um, the, the four-star offensive lineman um, from Indianapolis area picked Notre Dame over. Had some big-time offers. Um, Bama, Michigan, um, Wisconsin, Tennessee. Colorado. Stan- yeah, he Colorado. No, big-time school. Colorado was a- um so uh yeah nice get for the irish over the summer landing styles press god um another guy i'm guessing you're seeing yeah i'm gonna see him later on in the season i i was kind of debating between seeing styles or cam uh next week so we'll see i'm really excited to see cam though like i i saw i stopped by Styles school last spring I feel like with offensive linemen, you can kind of go anytime. And I, right. I just, I really want to see Cam against some great competition. Yeah. Well, as good as competition he's going to get on a schedule. So we'll see. Logan Thomas, formerly um, at a Katy, Texas, Paydow High School, and now at St. Edward in Lakewood, Ohio. Kyle got to see him in August. He'll be back. Uh, long, lanky, uh, Viper-type um, defensive end. So Logan Thomas will be there. We're also expecting Tate Johnson, who's playing quarterback now, just to get the football in his hands. Um, a tremendous athlete. Stock up, in my opinion, for um, for what I expect from his ranking, but we will see. So we're expecting six Notre Dame commitments. Cam Williams, Carson Hobbs, Aeneas Williams, Dallas Prescott, Logan Thomas. And Tay Johnson, excuse me, make that seven. Tabron Benny Powell, 6'1", 185 pounds, committed to the Fighting Ash over the summer, listed as an athlete, expected to play safety for the Fighting Ash. And in terms of uh, whether you want to call them prospects, targets, priority targets, whatever, you know, we'll, you know, we we obviously to defer to Kyle Kelly and the gospel that he preaches on um, his um, designations for these players. There, there, there's a handful of guys, and I will cover them at Blue and Gold in an article today, a visitor preview article. Um, but in terms of just the other names to know, for now, again, we'll get I will have the full names to know in an article, blueandgold.com, for just the sake of this video. Bear Bachmeyer, um, who we talked about in depth earlier, visiting Notre Dame, um, pretty big visit. So he plays tonight. Um, for Marietta Valley, and then he'll get on a plane Friday. And I'm guessing we'll stay through Sunday before he heads back um, uh, to Southern California. So huge visit here. Um, the the biggest question here is the obvious one. Is he ready to pull the trigger and commit? If he is, uh, I think he'll be on Notre Dame's commit list pretty soon, obviously. If not... Then it'll be really interesting to see where 2025 quarterback recruiting goes because me thinks, me thinks that like Gino Gadouli and that Notre Dame coaching staff thinks that Bachmeyer, there's a decent chance that he commits. So if he does, if he comes and he doesn't, then does Notre Dame think, does he just not want to come here? Like, I think that might be what goes to their mind because if if their if their mindset is he's coming here to commit and then he doesn't 
than what? So that'll be interesting. Would they just continue the Bachmeyer night thing? Who will be first? Or do they go after other guys? I don't know. So it will be interesting to keep an eye on Bear Bachmeyer. And then one guy we saw at Irish Invasion, Corey um, Amachery from Lansing, Michigan. More of a Mac prospect right now. Oh, he's got offer from Arizona State. Excuse me. Um, but he was a really, really good looking class of 2026 running back. I thought looked outstanding at Irish Invasion. Um, so he'll be visiting from what we understand this weekend. Um, Kyle, any, any thoughts on the visitors for this weekend? Yeah, it's always interesting to look at these lists like six months down the road because there's always guys where we don't think are going to be a big deal or, you know, we kind of gloss over. But then a couple months down the road, then you realize that he's got a Notre Dame offer or he's on other Power 5 schools' radars. So, like, it's always really – I like kind of looking back at the visitors list from last year and, like, looking looking at guys. Like, one guy just that comes to the top of my mind was – Mark Zachary, who visited for the Clemson game, he only had two Power 5 offers when he visited Notre Dame. Granted, he was a sophomore, but that he absolutely blew up this spring. Notre Dame, Ohio State, Georgia, other schools involved, and now you know, he's the number one cornerback prospect in the Midwest. So there's always those guys that come to campus that maybe like us, like recruiting guys, at least like me, a guy that doesn't really get a whole lot of time to watch film and just kind of relies on the rankings and, you know, the offer sheets kind of form my opinion for the most part. It's always interesting to see like how the coaching staff is looking at certain guys and how they're going to develop into potential offerees down the road. Yeah. So that's Notre Dame's, at least a handful of the names of visiting uh, Notre Dame this weekend. Really it's, it's it's bear Bachmeyer weekend. That's, that's pretty much what it is. And then look, Notre Dame, could they have had a bigger recruiting weekend for Central Michigan? Sure, but they're going to tell their bigger targets to come for Ohio State. And you got to understand, it's easier for out-of-state guys to visit for the Ohio State game because it's a 7.30 kick. Um, if you're traveling across the country, and or if you plan a Friday night and you're in Florida or something, it's difficult to then get to South Bend for a 2.30 p.m. Eastern time kickoff. Like, I know... Justin Thurman did it this past weekend, um, but that's just not normal. Or, or excuse me, uh, the Tennessee State game. It was also a 3.30 kick, so that helps. But, yeah, it's just not an easy thing to do. So you get the night game. Obviously, it's a huge environment with Ohio State coming in. Um, just hope there's not much red in the stands. That's, uh, that's the hope. Quick comment. You guys are talking about Gerby Lambert in the chat. Tubber Tenart says Lambert's already committed, and that's a silent. Let, let me push back on this, okay? Going back to Deuce Knight, excuse me, uh, Dante Moore last year. You guys told me four months that Dante Moore was a silent commitment to Notre Dame. There's nothing to worry about. What happened? With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
So I, I don't care if he's a silent commitment or not. Because even when you have a public commitment, sometimes that's not where the paper is written on because guys de- how how much guys decommit. So if you want me to just take, oh, he's a silent commitment, let's just say he is. Okay, that means nothing. Silent commitments mean pretty much nothing. You think Notre Dame just sitting there being like, oh, we don't care if he publicly commits because he's a silent commit. Come on. So, come on. You in agreement, Kyle? Any thoughts? Yeah, I mean, silent commitments don't really mean much. Like, I think Ohio State got burned on a couple of those this this summer. Like, I think coming out of one of Ohio State's visits, like, K.J. Bolden, I think the Buckeyes felt like they were out in front. Like, I believe he had been mainly told the staff, like, hey, like, you know, you guys are it. Well, K.J. Bolden ended up at Florida State, and he's going to be visiting Auburn and Georgia this fall. So, like, yeah, silent commitments really don't hold a, a ton of weight anymore. I mean, I feel like with Notre Dame kids, like, for the most part, some of these kids are pretty true to their word, but still, it's like, Unless there's like a public announcement, it's tough to like really consider those guys in the yeah. class. So there's two different aspects of this discussion. There's the silent commitment. Like if I commit to Notre Dame, let's use uh let's use Justin Thurman for example. He visits for the Grill and Chill. I think that was like the 27th, right? He committed to them, right? He said, Hey, I'm coming here. He had not announced it, but he had a plan to announce it. I think it was August 1st or August 2nd, right? There's a huge difference between telling Notre Dame you're coming and then locking in your date to announce versus I am. Hey guys, like I'm committing here. Whoa, well, uh, when are you gonna announce? Ah, I don't know. How about how about uh, Paul? Now, Men- like, uh, yeah. How about um, Paul Menke? Remember when he visited? Like, there's a lot of optimism that he more or less told the staff he was in and that Notre Dame was a school for him. I, I don't really know if we ever got clarification if he was that changed by the end of the day. Yeah. So these things are so fluid. Yeah. So there you go. So I did not want to log that prediction uh, until got uh, some of these things. Yeah. Need to simmer a little bit, but, uh, uh, let's hear from uh, our sponsors over at, of course, the Rogue Shop. It is the husband and wife outfit. Mr. Rogue and his wife, Shar, are craft cannabis farmers who specialize in small batch sustainable plant medicine, a true holistic type of small business. They farm and grow everything themselves and do everything by hand. The website to visit is rogueshop.com. That's R-O-G-U shop.com. They sell everything from CBD, THC, edibles, tincture, smokables, bath salts, pain creams, topicals, vapes, candles, soaps, and more. Check out rogueshop.com if you have issues sleeping, chronic pain, and or have anxiety stress issues. You can use the promo code blue and gold to get 10% off your order. That's blue and gold, one word, uh, to get 10% off your order. If you have any questions, you can hop on a, a live chat with the owners of the store. So uh, check them out if you're interested in that and use that promo code blue and gold for 10% off your order. Silent commit. This is from BVG Shipping Coach. Silent commit is like dating a chick, saying you're exclusive, but not meeting your friends, family, or being posted anywhere on socials. There you go. All right, so uh, Kyle, uh, let's talk about hitting the road. So last week, I was going to see Deuce Knight. 
then he transferred high schools and then um didn't think Caleb Bees like I don't think Notre Dame's gonna get Caleb Beasley. So did not make the trip for that. I'll just leave it at that. So I ended up just staying home. And the biggest part of that, honestly, was Notre Dame had a 12 p.m. game. And I did not want to be out on the road and getting back at like 2 in the morning before a 12 p.m. kick. And I still had work to do that morning. So and that was taken uh, for me. And I was – yeah, right. And I was going to see Josh Petty, but then that didn't work out with the athletic director there. Um, I'll, I'll leave it at that. So I just stayed home. But you – hit the road and saw three um I don't know what to call them I'll let you you defer to their their designation um but you saw three uh targets for for Notre Dame um one being um Gavin Nix um and I will load up their um their film here that you took. So why don't you tell us about uh, seeing Gavin Nix, uh, 2025 linebacker from IMG Academy in Bradenton, Florida. Yeah, so Gavin Nix here, he wears uh, number six, so you'll be able to see him pop off the screen because that's exactly what he did on Friday night against Indianapolis, Ben Davis, and Notre Dame targets, cornerback target, Mark Zachary. And I know we kind of had like a friendly wager on this game at you know, you said that Ben Davis would lose by like at least 24 points. And I thought Ben Davis would play him tough and they did. I mean, I forget the final score. I think it was like 34, 14. So I just covered our mate, um, you know, little spread. And, uh, you know, I, I'll be honest, like Ben Davis was in this game. Uh, it came down to like a handful of plays, big plays that, um, ben Davis just surrendered and uh, IMG capitalized, but Gavin Nix, really impressive player. I, you know, if you don't know anything about IMG Academy, I, I wrote one of my stories. They're synonymous with Football Factory. Like they have five stars and four stars littered on both sides of the balls, and it almost seemed like Gavin Nix was like the best guy on that defense. I, I don't think like the Ben Davis quarterback tested IMG's uh, secondary a whole lot. But Nix was excellent on Friday night. He can move from sideline to sideline. He's a hard hitter. He's um, excellent tackler. Like he, that's a guy that's lurking in the backfield. Um, not a surprise that Alabama and all these SEC schools and Notre Dame, Michigan, like your premier Power Five schools, have gotten involved. Uh, I know on three doesn't really have him considered like a top 300 prospect yet but i see this guy being one that climbs high in the rankings and is obviously high on notre dame's board and and where does what did he kind of say about notre dame when you talked to him yeah so i was actually really surprised because like just doing my research about him he's from uh orlando and that's he transferred to img which is in bradenton i think bradenton's tampa area if i'm not mistaken Yeah, a little bit south but yeah so yeah i mean he uh is given a lot of attention to the Florida schools. He's visited Florida, I think, seven times, Miami four times, Florida State four times. Um, he kind of mentioned that, like, yeah, it's easier to get to those schools, obviously. And he said getting up to Notre Dame in April, which is when he picked up his offer, just really surprised him. He kind of fell in love with the campus. He loves the coaching staff. Academics and education are really important to him. So, like, right away, Mike, as you know, like, when you start hearing those things, 
alarm bells start to go off in your head, like, yeah, this kid is actually really giving Notre Dame a close look. And he also said that, like, he doesn't really have any game day visits on the docket this this fall because he's so focused on his junior season. But he, he did say, like, bye weeks um, are the best time since IMG plays the national schedule. And IMG has a bye week for that Notre Dame versus Ohio State game. At least they currently do. And he's considering making it back up to campus for that game. So we see Gavin Nix um, in South Bend on September 23rd. That'd be a really good sign for Notre Dame on where they're progressing with this recruitment. And I'll kind of summarize it this way. I put on the uh, Lou Samoji message board when I posted the story. I posted the story and I said, Jalen Sneed, Jay Nosberry, Kingston Villamuasa, and Gavin Nix. And kind of what I was alluding to is all guys that maybe from the outside looking in, like Notre Dame, you know, people really didn't think that Notre Dame stood a chance for. Uh, Notre Dame more or less pull, pulled off the upsets in each one of those recruitments, and I think that Gavin Nix could continue this theme in the 25 class. Another big-time linebacker, Nathaniel Owusu-Boateng. That last name of Owusu sounds familiar, mm-hmm. Kyle. Yeah, Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa's brother. Um, they share the same dad, different mothers. Uh, Owusu Boateng transferred from Dematha down to AMG this fall. Uh, really interesting recruitment because he keeps his cards pretty close to the vest. It's, it was hard to get a read on um, how much he's actually considering Notre Dame. Uh, Nathaniel Owusu Boateng, number 11 here on the highlights. I was more impressed with Gavin Nix. I, I'm not surprised. I, I'm surprised that Nathaniel has such a higher ranking compared to Knicks, uh, like the gap between the two, but I'm not surprised that Nathaniel's a little bit higher rated right now just because I think there's a little bit more upside uh, once he gets to the uh, collegiate level. But uh, the, Florida is another school that's really involved here. Um, I think Ohio State, he was up to campus. South Carolina is an intriguing school that's done really well with the DMV area prospects. Uh, so I think those are some of the schools to know right now. I, it, it's just a really interesting recruitment because when his brother went to Notre Dame, he had never been to South Bend uh, ever to watch any of his games or anything. So he's still yet to get to Notre Dame for any circumstance. Until that happens, you know, I'm kind of skeptical on, on how serious he'll be considering the Irish. But from all accounts, his brother's courting him to Notre Dame. They're on his radar at least. It's just like it's – it's tough to really kind of verify how strongly he's thinking about Notre Dame until he makes it to campus. So Nathaniel Usubotang, number 27 overall player, number three linebacker per the 2025 on three industry ranking. So yeah, Knicks and Usubotang, probably more of long shots, I think would be safe to assume at this point. But Mark Zachary, someone I've actually predicted to end up at Notre Dame um, visiting for the Ohio State game. Yes, he is. Um, number one player in the Hoosier State for the 2025 class across the board. Um, Ohio State, Notre Dame, it kind of looks like the big battle here for him. Wouldn't discount Georgia and some other schools, but it does look like Notre Dame and Ohio State are his two favorites at this point. Um, and yeah, Kyle, um, you got to see him. Um, and uh, yeah, so, um, I, I talked to Mark. Well, I, I visited him at his school beforehand. I spent a, like a half hour with him, just really getting to know him and 
uh, learn about him and his recruitment and kind of what's important to him. And then I talked to him afterward about the game. And one thing I kind of observed is IMG Academy, they didn't really target him all night. I, I think there's only maybe two two passes that I really noticed that went his direction. Uh, so I asked him about that. He's like, yeah, that just shows the uh, res- respect factor that they had for me. And I kind of agreed. Like uh, he played super well. You know, he didn't let a lot of guys get by him. You know, IMG didn't really ever look toward his side, side of the field. Um, you know, I think on that play there, he was kind of in the area. But, you know, Mark Zachary also had a fumble fumble recovery. But, like, when IMG Academy comes to town, like, that's, as we know, just littered with top power five recruits from top to bottom on the roster. And Mark Zachary 100% looks like a guy that belongs in the same category with them. He's uh, six foot. We have him at 155 pounds. I think he's a little bit closer to – 165 pounds right now obviously it's tough to keep that weight on during the season but uh, a super fast guy and I talked to his coach for a long time uh, before the game and he had brought up uh, two names from the Indianapolis area uh, David Bell wide receiver that played for Warren Central and then a cornerback that played uh, for Warren Central as well his name escapes me I wrote about him a ton yesterday Um, it's like Juju Brents or something. Uh, I forget. He was drafted in the second round by the Colts. He went on to play for Iowa and then Kansas State. He's like a just has a lot of potential in in the NFL and incredible athlete. And uh, Zachary's coach coached Bell and uh, Juju at Warren Central, and he drew comparisons uh, from Zachary to those guys. He he even used the phrase that. Zachary is one of those guys that he doesn't jump off the ground. He jumps off the earth. And he said the reason he says earth was because Mark Zachary is like one of those guys, one of those athletes that like he stays off the earth once he gets up the, off the ground. And I think just looking at his athleticism on Friday night, it was definitely evident. And just a little bit more background on his recruitment. I mean, he's going to make a big swing of Midwestern visits this fall. Uh, he'll be at Cincinnati. He's going to Ohio State. He'll also be at Michigan, Notre Dame. Um, but like you kind of mentioned, I think this is really a Notre Dame-Ohio State battle and will be to the end. I think Georgia can make things interesting. Cincinnati's a nearby school. Um, Michigan is obviously a player being in the Midwest. But just talking to Mark, it kind of the, the feel I had on his recruitment was that no other school right now is recruiting him harder than Notre Dame. But with that being said, he was wearing Ohio State gloves and Ohio State cleats. So he was an Ohio State fan growing up. I think uh, when it comes time to make his college commitment, it could ultimately come down to like his heart versus mine. I think his heart was you know, with Ohio State growing up, but I think a lot of things in his head are telling him that Notre Dame could be the right destination for him. So this is going to be a recruitment that's going to be uh, a fun one to follow because it's going to be a battle to the end. And that's Mark Zachary, Indianapolis, Ben Davis, number 172 overall player per the 2025 on three inch ranking, number 19 quarterback in the land. Um, wrapping up, Kyle, looking at where we are traveling this week, I will be sometime earlier this, uh, early this afternoon, sometime in the next hour. 
uh, I will be driving out to Charlotte to watch uh, Charlotte Catholic tight end Jack Larson, Notre Dame commit for, what, 15 months or so now, um, committed to the Irish over Clemson, what he had, Bama, Michigan. This is like we talk about puzzling rankings, and Larson's one of the ones for me that I will um, – it just scratches my head. I'm like, I don't understand like how this kid is ranked so low. <laughs> you know, like ESPN had rated like the number one tight end for a while there, something like that. And you know, the highest ranking 17 positionally, and then on three down to 42. I just don't understand. And he doesn't, he's not six, six, 225 pounds. I get it. But like Jack Larson is a really, really good football player. He's like more like six six or like six three two twenty. Um, but like the H back move tight end, put him in the slot. It's still an important role. And um, and Larson's he 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 can separate against linebackers. Um, he's excellent in this seam. Just a really good route runner. He's a really good athlete. So I'm looking forward to seeing Larson. This will be my fourth time seeing him. I was at his commitment last year, his commitment ceremony, and he also did like a little, um, he, you know, little workout that I got to see that the, the, earlier that day. On uh, I saw him at Irish Invasion last year, which he absolutely dominated at, and I saw him actually in this same game last year against Providence. So, um, so I'll be uh, seeing him Thursday night, and it would have been perfect if the Charlotte Christian team that has oh, yeah. um, Micah Gilbert and Bryce Young committed. But they have a bye week, of course. So I'm going to go out there. I'm going to go return goes. to Charlotte. What's that? I said, it's how it goes. I Never know, lines right? up for us recruiting, guys. Thursday night games are the best because you can tie that in with a Friday night game. But I will be returning home Friday. Um, so, yeah, seeing Jack Larson tonight. Looking forward to that. And uh, you are in Cleveland area tonight, Trey. I'm sorry, I just called Trey. Trey, <laughs> wow. We haven't had Trey Mike's, on the recruiting show in a while. I just called you. Mike's so. losing his marbles over there, man. Uh, uh, we really I'm got so it flustered earlier. <laughs> yeah, but I'm going to be at uh, Shaker Heights High. Uh, Trey McNutt, they play at 6 o'clock tonight. This is a uh, very elite football player. As you can see, the on three industry ranking has him as a top 60 guy. Number two player in Ohio, number four athlete. Notre Dame's looking at him as a defensive back, I think primarily as a safety. And it's a really interesting recruitment because his dad went to Ohio State. His dad is currently a coach for Tennessee State, an assistant coach on the staff. I thought Trey McNutt could make it to the Tennessee State-Notre Dame game, but he chose to schedule a visit for the Notre Dame versus uh, USC game next month instead. Um, so it's like, I feel like there's certain guys in the 2025 class that we just don't talk about enough. I think Trey McNaught is one of those guys. He's visited Notre Dame twice. His head coach at Shaker Heights is a Notre Dame fan. His dad or his mom loves campus. Uh, and he, believe it or not, even though he's from Shaker Heights, which is only about two hours from Columbus, and his dad played there at Ohio State. He had never visited Ohio State before the springtime. So I think this is another recruitment that's shaping up to be a Notre Dame Ohio State battle. Uh, Penn State's on the on the on the cusp there. I think Michigan's an intriguing school, um, but yeah, I think Notre Dame's done a great job so far. And it's like 
sometimes there's these certain guys we forget about if they haven't been back on campus in a while or something like that. But Trey McNutt visited in June, and there was a lot of talk about him around that time. And I think that there, this is another guy we'll begin to talk about again once he gets up to campus next month. And hopefully I uh, spark some more conversation by seeing him tonight. Trey McNutt, number 56 overall player listed as an athlete. So does he play receiver as well? I, I'm assuming so. I think that's been the case. I glanced at his stats um, a couple weeks ago, and he had a couple catches. So we'll expect him to play some receiver tonight. Yep, number four athlete. Uh, that athlete designation, number two player from Ohio. So Ohio State, Penn State, Notre Dame, a few of the schools after Trey McNutt. Well, that will uh, that will we'll put a bow on the show right there. Um, so I will, are you going, and you're going to a game Friday night, right? No, I, uh, I have the night off. So nice. Okay. Finally, <laughs> I've done a lot of traveling. Yeah. I, yeah. A lot of traveling. More traveling than I have, but I'm, I'm ramping it up more, um, after, you know, a couple cancellations and whatnot and birthday and all sorts of stuff. So, um, looking forward to Thursday night and you can check out our reports, um, on our blueandgold.com website. And then, of course, next Thursday, we will cover um, these road travels and show you the film and all that good stuff. Um, so let's see. Friday, around 11 a.m. or 12 p.m. Eastern time, really will depend on when my uh, Charlotte Hotel will allow me to upload the video. We'll have uh, the preview of Notre Dame Central Michigan posted on our YouTube channel. Saturday after the game, myself and Tim Hyde will be live to break it down. And then a Goolsby show, 7 p.m. Eastern time. It'll be uh, an hour earlier because Singer is a big Dolphins fan and needs to watch the Dolphins beat the Patriots at 8.20 um, Eastern time on Sunday night. And yes, I now speak um, in uh, the third person. So that's kind of the YouTube sh show lineup these next few days. Um, so please check that out as well as all of the coverage at blueandgold.com. You're not going to want to miss any of our written coverage um, as well as the uh, blueandgold.com message board. As soon as we hop off this, I'm going to go check that uh, uh, Q&A that we have going with our message board right now. See if anyone's asking me about Taco Bell or any Notre Dame recruiting stuff. Um, so again, please go to blueandgold.com and check out our website. Kyle, good stuff today. Uh, folks watching or listening, really appreciate you uh, for tuning in to the end of the show here. Uh, YouTube audience, please do hit that thumbs up on the video. And as always, folks, we will catch you next time. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.